All right. Okay. Here we go. We're starting the show. One, two, three, five, four, three, two, one. Cindy's still on camera. I can't believe her. Oh, wait. I got to start it here, too. Oh, my God, people in this world filled with pod shows. You have found the Boom Xers. The pod show all about the jibber jabber. Hey, jibber jabber. We got some jibber jabber for you. We are four are friends to settle down. We're starting the show, Jimmy. <laughs> We're four friends, too young to be baby boomers, but too old to be Gen Xers. We get together on Thursday nights and we broadcast live on podbean.com. Something awesome. happens at seven, but I wouldn't call it a show. Uh, my name is Dave, and I'm in Pennsylvania. And like all times before, I've got my peeps with me. Hello. 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 Uh, first, we're going to go to Michigan and say hello to Jexy. Hello, Jexy. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, prison lips? Prison um, lips. Hey, one week to three booms in a room. Three booms in a room. I will be in Michigan next week at Sherry's house, is what she is alluding to. With Jimmy. But now we will go down to North Carolina and say hello to Cynthia. Hello, Cynthia. Well, howdy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how you should say it, from North Carolina. And uh, last but not least... We have our boy there in Michigan, the Florida man in Michigan, the one and only Mr. Jimmy Artie. Say hello, Jimmy Artie. Jello. Jello? Um, yeah, I, I, I like Jello. I'm sure you do. It's a, it's a beautiful greeting. It's a beautiful greeting. Now shut the fuck up. So we I, can... I'd like to hand you a handful of Jello. Okay. You weren't listening to me when I said shut the fuck up so we can turn it over to Sherry. It's her turn to tell us who we're not sponsored by. Oh, today we are most definitely not sponsored by the dress code police because we may not dress well, but nobody should fucking tell us how to dress. Not sponsored by the dress code police. Dress motherfucking codes, man. Wait, how is that even possible? How is it even possible to have a dress code or not be sponsored by them? <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy to be not sponsored by them. Yeah, that's super easy. Right. I'm confused. About what, Jimmy? About the non-sponsor sponsor. Did you, Why? Did you go to Catholic school? No, but don't we have a sponsor for the non-sponsor portion? Or are we still looking for our first sponsor? We're still looking. Is, yes, we're looking for a sponsor for the non-sponsor. Is Jimmy, what happened? With, what happened with the Trojans? I don't know. I thought you were on it or in it. Right. Right. Shit. I mean, what happened with the? If yeah. you think you're going to have a big load, you get the Magnum. Right. That's what happened to the Trojans. God damn. Well, I want to know. Uh, did the police pull you over or something, Sherry? No. I wish, because that would be funny. Um, the Somebody in the Missouri State Senate, a W-O-M-A-N, I might say, actually um, 
brought up a, what do you call those things? You know, it's not an initiative. It's a bill to have a dress code in for women, not for men, for women in the Missouri State Senate. And it passed. Wait, and a woman was the one who brought it up? Well, because she's a, she's a, you know, one of those P's, you know, GOP. Wait, and so her constituents like that? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very fresh, but she said there has to be a dress code and it didn't pass by a lot, but it, it passed. And, um, it's just really super weird to me and it's only for women and it's, it seems like it's, um, the fifties or something or the sixties or I, I don't know. It's, it's very there's, bizarre. There's more of a story. Do you, you know more to the story? No, but there's gotta be more to that story. Well, like I think there, there must be some other people in the legislature or in the state that, you know, like who knows what they wear. Well, and I that would... was sort of her, but she's like, well, we shouldn't have to dictate, but people don't know. And you can't, basically you can't, uh, you have to wear sweater. It's like stuff that goes all the way up to your fucking neck, apparently. Mm. Um, and there was some African-American woman that stood up and she's just like, I know how to dress. And I just spent $1,200 on a suit that has um, sequins on the sleeve. And now I'm not supposed to wear that suit. So I think maybe they didn't like people that had any kind of bling on their, their outfits. I don't, it was, it's just super weird and like a time warp. And so what, this was a white woman that, uh, oh, for the, sure. Yeah. What yeah, state? Karen, she, Karen? she was. Yeah. What state? Sharon. What state? Yeah. Misery. Misery. State of, state of yeah. misery. She's a geo pussy. No, prick. Oh, come on now. But then it got, it got me, um, asking my older sisters about dress codes. And my oldest sister said when she was in high school, there was a dress code that you had to wear skirts. You could not wear pants. And, uh, so she had to walk quite a ways to get to the stupid bus stop. And she's like, I'm not fucking wearing a skirt. So if she showed up at school with pants, they made her either go home or put a skirt on. So then she kept pushing the boundaries and she'd show up with a skirt with pants underneath. <laughs> <laughs> but then she said almost at most days, it, you know, she, she'd try to like hide behind people and not get noticed. And sometimes they wouldn't call her out on it. But I mean, how creepy is it that she would have to go out to her locker and take her pants off and put them in her locker so she could come back in showing off her legs. I mean, it, that's creepy. Uh, uh, girls are good at that, though. You know, and, you got like double jointed well arms and legs and stuff. Well, and you, you know, can, in 1985, like, when I started with EDS, they had a dress code for everybody. Yeah, what? for everybody. Yeah, because that was uh, kind of military, right? I mean, that was this whole yep. pretty much. And I would think, up, like, I would think, like in the Missouri House, whatever, most men that are in government or whatever, they wear suits, right? They wear maybe not a tie, but they're always going to be wearing slacks and a jacket or something. Um, and I bet you this woman was offended because some of the younger women started wearing, you know, what we would say are cool, perfectly fine outfits, but it offended her. So she only made it for women. Well, it's, well, you know, some places like, uh, like when we were skating it, it turned into a fashion show. 
with some of the girls. But then so, that's a choice. Yeah, right. So what? You know, I mean, so I sure mean, you don't you don't come in with your nipples showing, but what's it matter what you I'm, wear? You know. Um, and then my other sister, they had a length because she was like four years younger than my oldest sister, and they had a length that your skirt had to be. Um, cause that was, you know, people were kind of doing mini skirts and it had to, it had to go so long. And I, and there's a picture in her yearbook where here's the dude that's like the principal or something. And he's got a tape measure out and he, he's on the ground looking up, measuring this girl's skirt. Oh my God. <laughs> so it was always the dude that came out and measured to make sure how oh. much leg you could have showing. I'd volunteer for that job. Yeah. So super weird super. i mean and you and it's funny because it's another one of those things where i i find it funny because i i'm i'm not going to follow it if there's a code so i'm good but i just feel bad for all the people that you know are told they should conform and they have to conform and they got to do a certain thing when it's, they go to work do you know but, uh if there is a penalty for not following the code well, it's like brand it's new. That, yeah, that black lady wears any fucking thing she wants. You know, is she gonna get fined or something? Probably. I didn't read all the details. I kind of did a Dave skim. Funny, like all the women, like, okay, let's protest. Let's all wear whatever. Or yeah, maybe, maybe they like pink outfit like that black uh, coach basketball coach. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they were wearing uh, jeans and cowboy boots. Nah, mm -mm. but if and if they were so. <laughs> well, Maybe. speaking of EDS, yeah. um, back back in the day when I worked there, it could have been in 1984. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like in 1990 something. Um, there was this girl who was probably on the spectrum, and she was one of the best coders, but. It looked like she never washed her hair, and then she wore like the frumpiest outfit probably every day of the week. And my fucking manager told me to talk to her about how she was dressing. Oh my god! <laughs> negative. That's negative. Hell no. Negatory on that. Negatory Sorry. pig pan. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a hard no. You know, like those hallways, there's a, one side, there's a wall, you know, and on the other side, there's cubes. If you passed her in the hall, she would like lean against the wall and walk like sliding <laughs> against the wall so she wouldn't get that close to you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. It was fucking great, you know, but I'm not going to tell this girl that obviously doesn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go buy a new skirt and a shirt no, for every day. That would be the girl, if I saw that, that would definitely be the girl I'd try to talk to. Yeah. Of course you would. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. I believe that, Jimmy. Totally. It's unusual, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Jimmy does do like the unusual people. Doesn't necessarily have to be a girl. If it was a guy, he'd still talk to that person. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I have no, uh. No, uh, what would you say? What would you? What would your opening line be? Nice shirt. I mean, are you are you into cinder blocks as opposed to bricks? 
Fucking <laughs> 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 Jimmy. I think of something. I'll you think you. of something, that's for sure. Uh, I sure would. I just always know that when Jimmy talks about um, girls he's attracted to, it's always that supermodel. What's her name? Fucking Cindy Cindy Crawford. That's all he talks about. But, oh, I go talk up to some frumpy girl that hugs a fucking cinder block wall. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He didn't say banger. (laughs) No, man. No, he's just trying to bum some weed. You got some weed there for me? Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of oh my God, Jimmy, what's your oh my God story? Oh, jeez. Do you believe it's an oh my God story? I don't know. It's not a story. It's It's not just fact. It's It's just a fact. fact. Okay. We'll see if we say oh my God when you tell us. President James Garfield. (laughs) All the the Jimmys are great. Good. He could write Latin with one hand and Greek with the other at the same time. That's freaking. But I mean, back then, could anybody call him out on it? Because it could have just been gibberish. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Well, you know, I don't know what what would qualify it. And was he writing it? um, So he was ambidextrous? And then Apparently. was he writing one forward and one in the middle to meet it? I, I do not know that. Okay. Hmm. Look, I, I, no. I know a person that occasionally listens to this very podcast that does that. Oh, you told me that. <laughs> so yeah. I was just going to bring up Rachel. Right. Cause she, yeah. she mentioned that she could do this. I don't know if it wasn't in Latin. No, it was English. I'm like, let's see it. And it's it was one hand, both hands writing the same thing, and one hand was the mirror image of the other. So Super they kind cool. of, I feel like she started at the outside and met at the inside, but I don't exactly recall because that was that was a several brain cells ago. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, she could write backwards and forwards. Super cool. I can write gibberish. And talk it. With both hands hands behind my back, I can write gibberish. Just saying. Um, So, Cindy, tell us about, it seems like there should be a new word for Cindy when she has schadenfreude, like Cindy Freude. Oh, So you guys have probably heard about this because it's been in the news for several weeks, but it's fucking hilarious um, that uh, douchebag Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. Talking about already? No, I don't. So he's, I've never heard of him before until this piece of news came out and he's a fucking idiot asshole, ex-IFC or fighter, whatever, that was taunting um, Greta. Right. On Twitter, like he started it. He's saying how he has all these cars that run on gas fuel and how cool he is, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she wrote back, um, or, and he said, why don't you uh, DM me so we can go, you know, talk about this further? She's like, sure. 
why don't you email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com? Yeah. (laughs) So he continued his like pestering of her and he posted a video on Twitter with pizza boxes in front of him. Like he was about to eat this pizza and he was telling his minions, he's like, make sure here, take these pizza boxes, make sure you don't recycle them, you know, just taunting Greta a little bit more. And meanwhile, the Romanian police found out where he was staying because of the pizza boxes in his video. And that <laughs> they got busted. <laughs> he got That's busted. Awesome. He got busted for like sexual uh, assault type things. Yeah. No. Yeah. Worse. So then, Worse. yeah, he got he got bust, busted. Uh, he was set set up a human uh, trafficking ring. Oh, okay. So then yeah. she writes, she texts him and says, "That's what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes." Exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Ah, oh, dude, that was great. This is how, fucking awesome. And how old is she? I don't know if she's even 18 yet. Right. Is she? I think she's 20. I, I saw okay? a of her recently that she got arrested in Germany um, yeah. for some protest somewhere. But uh, I'm not saying I'm a, a big fan of hers, but I mean, like, fuck yeah, Greta, you go. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> There's oh, a, um, one of the writers on the Seth Meyer show. Um. Oh shit! Now I can't remember her name. The black girl. Um, yeah, April is that her name? April something. Yeah, right. Something. She did a sketch where she she does the um, says what, and so she. Oh, kinda... that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. You sent she... that around actually. Yeah, I watched that. Oh, did I? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So anyway, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I just had to bring light because it it is a a beautiful Schadenfreude. It really yeah, is. It really is. Yeah. It's it's like an instant Schadenfreude, you know. It just happened. He he says stupid shit, and she's just on it right away. Yeah, asshole. Oh, it's Amber Ruffin. Amber Ruffin, April Amber. I pretty much the close. same thing. Jesus starts with an A. Hey, good Schadenfreude. Good Schadenfreude. Me likey. Um, good words. Oh, and, uh, hold on, and then. Uh, Actually, I looked up uh, small dick energy, and that happens to be an entry in the Urban Dictionary. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. Fuck, I'm not ready. Here it is. Um, people with small dick energy carry themselves like they have a really embarrassing secret that they're terrified of other people knowing. They often spend lots of time and energy trying to project a sense of confidence that rings hollow. Nice. Mm. Jimmy. Sort of like George Santa. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so many weird things in the news these days. Small dick energy. Uh, some Schadenfreude. What's oh, your oh, Schadenfreude? It's over it. It's over the actor Alec Baldwin. Uh oh. Um, what's up with him now? He got in trouble. That he, he has been officially charged. In New Mexico with uh, involuntary manslaughter. Ooh. Because Schadenfreude. Yeah. Because he hates Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I knew he was guilty all along, but he's been on this media campaign about how innocent he is and all this other stuff. And, you know, 
but you know, uh, justice. Uh, it, 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 he hasn't been uh, to trial yet, so who knows how it'll turn out. But who knows? Schadenfreude. At least uh, the police in New Mexico are doing their job. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know enough about it to know. Me neither. How any of that works. But even uh, uh, everybody that touches a gun has to check the gun. <laughs> I mean, hmm. just a duty that you automatically there was, are responsible for. There was an actor back in the 80s, I think, who was fucking around on set and he took the gun and he put it kind of up to his temple and he, yeah, John John Eric Hexen. And he pulled the trigger, and he actually died. He actually killed himself. It wasn't the there wasn't a bullet in there, but just the the power of the blank, yep. the the air that came yep. out, fucking actually killed him. Well, it's it's a there's a it's a twenty two charge right in there. Yeah. So yeah. So Jimmy, I because but, I'm very ignorant of guns and ammunition. Is it? Like if you were to uh, open that gun, is it obvious the difference between how the blanks look and a bullet looks? Like you said, he should have checked first to make sure there weren't real bullets there. But is it yeah. is it easy to tell the difference? Because I mean, I'm just asking because I have no idea. Well, yeah, you could tell one from the other. Okay. But you, I mean, depending on the gun, like if it was like a revolver, you'd not only have to pop the thing out, but you'd have to like actually pull the bullet out and look at it. Yeah, right? well, the whole thing that sounded like bullshit from the start was, yeah, I I never heard of uh, blanks inside that kind of a gun. But it's been years since I worked in a business, so. Well, why? Well, here's a question: Why would you even want, uh, like regular bullets in a fucking acting gun anyway? Well, that, well, that's the whole thing. That's the question is why was there, there never should have been live ammo on the set at all. Right. Exactly. Right. But even so, if when you touch a gun, you have to know to, um, how the gun works and um, if it's on safety, if it's loaded and ready to shoot, you know, and for sure, don't have, ever touch the trigger. <laughs> so you know all that. I mean, that's so you just worked on. You worked on sets with guns, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Which... I mean, I, I've had incidents over it. Oh, like what? Over pointing a uh, a gun that shoots blanks, and it's all about the sound. The actors gotta have the sound. <laughs> And then it, gets, and then with some directors, it gets into, well, you know, that's kind of a weak sound for a gun. You you got something else, so you, you know, you wind you wind up going to different different guns, uh, different loads, stuff like that. And I've even had um, mistakes made at the gun store where I bought the blanks the the guy's uh, owner's father was working that day and he gave me real bullets Georgia. <laughs> hmm. and I'm 
it, lucky I was like, like looking at the old man and I looked at the bullets and I said, no, I can't use these. Well, you can't use them on set. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't use them. Well, yeah. I mean. But, except I don't own a gun. Hmm. All right. So I had no use for it. Hmm. Jimmy doesn't like him, no Alec Baldwin, apparently. He don't like, he don't like no Alec Baldwin. No. You don't like the sweaty balls? <laughs> I don't like no. the fucking <laughs> special effects guy or the whoever, the props guy. It's all the props guy's fault as far as I'm concerned. Well, it was, it, it was a cheap production. He's the motherfucker so, who fucking put the goddamn real bullets in the motherfucking gun. Well, and the little motherfucker that did it was a like a 19-year-old girl. She's yeah. the daughter of somebody <laughs> that was in the business. I know. Her daddy. Oh, is she a Nepo baby? It was her Wait, daddy. Nep- she's a Nepo. Uh, what's it? Hey, Jimmy, what's the name of the job where you you do she's that? A, um, it's like you're the armorist or some prop. weird name. Arm, the armorer. Armor or some weird name. <laughs> the armorer. Armorer. Yeah, they they handle all the firearms and dangerous, explosive shit and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so she's also yeah. New Mexico was it a rural armorer? It was a rural <laughs> armorer. It no, it was a girl rural armorer. <laughs> and oh, if yeah. if you remember the show, um. Damn it, I just... You, just so you don't. Missed. You don't remember the show, do you? <sighs> See? It's it's a specific show, um, and it's about a church in the middle of nowhere. And this Rust movie that they were shooting um, is the same exact place. Same set. So it's a, it's a low-budget film. They rented the space there or whatever. And they had uh, the cheapest uh, help they could find. So it was a disaster from the start. That, from the get-go. There's a lot so of... So I guess that's a movie that's never going to be produced, huh? Well, it's actually, they were supposed yeah. to finish it. Part right. of the... Uh, there was a settlement for the woman that lost her life that they were supposed to finish the movie and all the proceeds from the movie were to go to her family. She's got a you know, youngish kid. Um, so now uh, it's up in the air whether it's going to be finished because Alec Baldwin's going to be uh, involved in a court case. Mm. Oh, I thought I had heard that they actually did finish it and they were kind of putting it together to release, but maybe I did not hear that. Well, I think uh, there's some, the, was it her husband? It's like filing a filing civil suits as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you have to do, really. It's going to be tough for them to actually prove some sort of a criminal case against Alec. But, I mean, the involuntary manslaughter might do something. But the civil case is where it matters. That's where, you know, they'll they'll be able to get some money. Yeah. I mean, if that satisfies them. Well, like I said, I'm not sure you can actually prove, you know, that he, I, I don't know. Maybe they could. Maybe they're going to figure out a way that he had a beef with her, and actually wanted her dead. And then, but wouldn't that actually be murder? Then wouldn't they be going for murder yeah. at that point? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that they're they were ever going to go for that. I my Although, prediction is he's indicted. 
um, for sure. But I say he does not get found guilty. I think it's going to be hard, like Dave said, you know, because unless there was some malintent, like you said, it could have been, you know, Jimmy, you've got the experience and maybe he should have done something different. But I mean, it's it's going to be hard to prove. Right. That. But if if they do the indictment and they get him to court, maybe that what that does is that leads to the ability to actually win in a civil court. Yeah, it's kind of like how it sounded. But that's not to say that, you know, he's responsible for it. Well, in a criminal case, it's got to be what? The the jury has to be 100% against him, right? I think so. Um, but in a civil in a civil case, it's only got to be, you know, a majority of the of the juries have to jurors have the rural jurors have to vote against them. The rural jurors about the girl armorer. Yes. Because she's up, too. She's in trouble. She, they're both, they're, they both got indicted. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Talk. Should we read something? Should we? Yeah. It is. Oh, it is Time for Jimmy to read It something. is 7.30. Jimmy, are you ready? <laughs> That shit's loud. I need to turn that shit down a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. I told you it was loud, but do you listen? <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you. Please. Just shut up and read. Jiminy All right. So, so there's three songs Jimmy reads. Um, started with a theme, but didn't end with it. So don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. And uh, I feel like they should be easy. I always think they should be easy. So there you have it. I'm not writing anything down tonight. I'm just listening. Last week, yeah, listen. Last week, you guys tied it. Yeah. This week, we'll see. I'm not feeling it tonight. I, I Somehow, I think I'm going to be a big, huge loser. Maybe yeah. the Pretender. lyrics were in that letter from 1984. I wish I could have <laughs> read it. Prison lips. Fucking A, dude. All right, Jamie. Jimmy James, you ready? Yeah. Number one. Uno. I'm headed for home. It's a brown-eyed, handsome man. Anyone can understand the way I feel. That's it. Yeah. um... Hmm. I'm a brown-eyed, handsome man. Is that what those words were? It's a brown-eyed, handsome man. It's a brown-eyed, handsome man. Huh. I'm not going to get this at all. I'm heading for home. There's a pause there. Oof. Boy, without that music, that's a toughie. <laughs> I is. mean, and there's like one song that says it's a brown-eyed, handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> and yet without the music, I'm struggling. Hmm. Yeah, there's a clue or two, it's which a... you'll get it on clue, I'm sure. So, do you want the clue immediately? Clue. Rush yeah, give us the goddamn okay. clue, Jesus. The quick read. Just the goddamn clue. I, I spent Just some. I spent some time in the Mudville Nine, watching it from the bench. 
You know, I took some lumps when Mighty Casey struck out. Oh, oh Is yeah. Is this uh, John Fogarty? Yeah. No. Uh, put me in coach. Uh, what's it? Is that the name of it though? No. Center field. You got it. That's my girl right there. Fogarty of the famous Credence Clearwater Revival. Isn't that right? Yeah. Center field. All right. Way to go, Sherry. That is a 100%. All right. Settle down. Wow. You got the audience with you today, Sherry. Yoo-hoo. Instead of the boo. Boo. Hiss. You suck. Incidentally, he just won back his uh, rights to his songs. Ah, well, good for him. So he's got that going for him now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that battle's been going on since the 80s. Yeah. Wow. But slimy goddamn managers back then. Okay. A lot of swearing from Jimmy tonight. Yeah, Jesus. Jimmy. I'll, I'll tell you John Fogarty fact after it's over. Uh-oh. You had sex with him? Well, now. Is that a fact? Huh. That would have been an oh my God fact right there. Sherry. Hey, Jimmy. (laughs) Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. What? Quit bullshitting and play the game. Ah, shit. Who? Two. Ever since I was a little baby, I'd always be dribbling. In fact, what? I'm the baddest dribbler in the whole neighborhood. What? The, this is Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Basketball Jones. 100%. 100%. I love that, dude. I love Ever it. Ever since I was a little baby, I always be dribbling. In the whole neighborhood. <laughs> and one day, my mama bought me a basketball. And I love that basketball. I took that basketball with me everywhere I went. That basketball was like a basketball to me. Basketball right. Jones, Sherry's baby. Sherry, Jiminy, Cricket. <laughs> All right, people, settle down, settle down. Jesus. I think we can now buy their gummies. I don't do gummies, so there you go. Are we on? We're on three. Are you ready? Yeah, yep. as ready as I'll ever be. Sharon. Sharon, James, Jexy, fucking Jexy. Okay, people out there, watch the movie Jexy, and that is Sherry if she was fucking the fucking voice of a cell phone. It is fucking Sherry. Well, it would only be the voice of your cell phone. Yeah, Uh uh-huh, you're right. Yeah. Fucking Jexy. Jexy.
Three. Three. As we live a life of ease, every one of us has all we need. Sky of blue and sea of green. Yeah, that's uh, that's Man for Man and the Earth Band. No, it's not. Shut up. I'm just saying. No, it's not. Jesus. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Settle down. Suck. I hate the crowd. I fucking hate the crowd. Uh, nope. You might not need them. Or do you need clue. them? Oh, need I need clue. the motherfucking clue. I need a motherfucking clue. Are you fucking kidding me? I totally need the motherfucking clue. Just read the green. I will read the green. Are you sure? You should read more than the green. Uh, no. Well, I would like to do something else with the green, but... Stick it up, you geeky. <laughs> In the town where I was born lived a man who sailed to sea. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. I, Good? Yeah, that, that's, that's great. Love it. Fucking love okay. it. What is it then, shithead? No, we love your we love your cadence. We didn't say we knew the song. Yeah, exactly. I loved your reading, not the song. Read, read that one more time. Just the green part. In the town where I was born, lived a man who sailed to sea. Okay. I'm feeling it. That's that's all. That's all we got for the clue, huh? I guess I didn't realize how hard this this. Uh, You're prepared to be. type in. Does Jimmy know it? Huh? I doubt it. I mean, it's not the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I think okay. it, I think it's the Moody Blues. No. Mm-mm. Is there okay. is there an additional clue? No, nope. she got tired of t- she'd start drinking. She said, Fuck it, I'm out. So now we just go. Uh, I, thought, I thought you guys would get it. Uh you thought wrong, was- Biatch. Yeah, go ahead, play. Oh, shut the fuck up, the fucking Beatles. That's all we need. That's hilarious. Submarine. Okay, let's see if this worked. This is bullshit. See? It's not as loud. Suck. Not as loud. Jimmy, I hate your guts, but you got 100%, and Sherry got 200%, which left me with 0.0. This is bullshit. You guys suck. Where's the drum roll? What are we drum rolling to? Your suckage. <laughs> oh yeah, your suckage definitely needs a drum roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sherry yeah, wins. Yay! Settle down, people. Sit back down. It's not worth the applause. Settle down. Wow, well, I thought it was pretty good. So there is no theme. Is it what you're telling us at the beginning there, Cindy? Yeah. Well, 
there's obviously baseball and then there was basketball but there was no no good option for third anything well i, mean, I, I had think like... in the lyrics of yellow submarine they talk about scratching their balls so <laughs> it was an all ball theme is what that was oh yeah okay is that yeah. where the green and the blue come in something something like that okay. all right so uh Congratulations. Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. Although I didn't really play tonight. I just sat here with my finger up my nose. Finger up something. Easy. Easy. Settle down. Do we have, is this a good time to jump in with the John Fogarty factoid? Yes. John Fogarty. Here we go. Fogarty's. Um, what was it in the eighties, his album Centerfield, which my, I don't know if that was his first solo, but that was a big album. And there's a song on there that's called Zans Can't Dance. And oh. it is a pig. The song is about a pig hmm. who steals people's money. And it was an homage to his former boss, Saul Zantz, who, um, on that album, he tried to sue John Fogarty for plagiarizing himself, basically. Because the, the song, The Old Man Down the Road, it's like, no, 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 that sounds too much like Creed's Clearwater Revival. It's like, dude, dude. I fucking am Creed CCR. <laughs> right. um, so the song was about uh, like a, a street dancer and his sidekick who was a pig. And the pig would pick people's pockets as they watched the dancer move around. And the whole thing was, yeah, the fucking pig, he can't dance, but he's going to steal your money. In other words, this talentless motherfucker has been riding my ass forever. But I remember the song being released at that. And apparently at some point he changed it to Vans Can't Dance because then the fucker was going to sue him for making fun of him. Right. Um, and he's got another song on there about Mr. Greed, and that's the guy. So he owned the rights to his songs, and then he sold it in 95, but still had some control over it. So after 50 years, like Jimmy said, he just now owns his own goddamn songs. God wow. damn it. So we might have to do a little homage to JF next week. Long ride. Maybe, old... maybe Dave will contrafact it. Maybe he will. Hello, what? Who, Dave? Who? What are you talking about? <laughs> giving me Dave? homework. Who, Dave? Is this thing on? <laughs> okay. All right. Très bien. Wee oui, wee, oui, Monsieur. Wee oui, wee. Oui. All right, we're done. Good night, everybody. Good Take night. care. Thank you. <laughs> um. Hey, wait, wait. Yes. What? I Wait. forgot. I forgot a couple of words that I hate from Ooh, what uh, three yeah. weeks ago now or something. But uh, goat, the greatest no, of all time. Did I we've say we talked that? about that fucking eighty times? Did we? I think that was in post yeah. show. No, ghost. All right then. Never mind. Then I'm not going to say any of them. <laughs> we probably t maybe I talked about them already and I forget. All right, give me some more. No, uh-uh, I'm done. That was it. You... I have, I have some. All right, speak yeah. it out, bitch. Uh, Dragnet.
<laughs> Wait. <laughs> Dragnet? Who says yeah. that? What? Uh, what? Uh, we just nobody anymore. And you, so is that a sign? Um, oh, a word you like then? Especially not in Florida. Use it in a sentence. Yeah. Use it in a sentence. I don't. Uh, Did you watch the Dragnet yet last night on TV? Wasn't it a TV no. show in the fifties? We put we put all of those funny looking people into a dragnet. Hmm. Yep. Like, like the RuPaul drag race? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, the drag people won't like it. All right. Net okay. it up. Oh, all right. How about how about uh stool pigeon? Ooh. Birds that sit on my shit? Stool pigeon. Yeah. That's somebody who, like, tells on you, right? He's a he's stool a pigeon. He's a rat. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a pigeon. He's either a pigeon or he's a rat. Hmm. Hmm. Where does a stool come in? Right. So Ooh. it's not very kind to the pigeons, and I think the pigeons have gotten up bad uh rap over the years stool so pigeon leave, they should leave the stool out of it now. he's a police informer a person acting as a decoy a stool pigeon stool pigeon there you go Don't he, should have a, he should have an italian accent not a British a stool accent. pigeon. He's a stool the pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stool pigeon. Duck of your head, Lola Brigida. <laughs> well, it could be the other kind of stool. Easy. Settle down now. <laughs> Do you have another word, Jimmy? Come on. Brick shit house. She's a brick shit house. Get your bone, get your bone now. Get your bone, get your, <laughs> get your bone. Get your bone. <laughs> Something. I don't know what them words are. Fucking chickadoo, chickadoo now. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> what else you got, Jimmy? Come on. Let's kill him. <laughs> Nincompoop. Nincompoop. I love it. So, uh, one of my favorite ones is from the movie Elf when he says he's a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> I, call, I call everybody a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I like it. Well, how about that shit crazy? Oh, yeah, baby. Jimmy, are these words you phrases you like or do not like? Yeah, which is do not like. You do, do not, not like, like bat shit okay. crazy? I'm predicting all of these are going to be uh, banned. Well, not mm -hmm. by us. I have a friend that says cat shit crazy. No. And I always try to correct her, and it's just, it's, it's pointless at this point. Cat shit crazy. That's, that's just like cat, cat shit, shit crazy. That's just cat shit. Well, you could get, get cat scratch fever, though. Right, but not cat shit crazy. Not cat shit crazy. It's bat shit Maybe crazy. Maybe the fever drives her crazy. 
Maybe she's trying to coin a new phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Right. That was a whole thing I was going to talk about with all this word shit. Oh, word shit. Okay. Yeah. What What were you going to talk about with all this word shit? Oh, no. Here, um, it, comes. Here it comes. Who decides what is a word and what's not a word? Sherry. Yeah, pretty much. Sherry decides. Oh. Okay. Lexi. Jexy. Oh, I mean, Jexy. Jexy uh, uh, so, are you that? Are you that thing that um, I could swear into, and and it will uh, come out sweet as pie? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, maybe I think I might be the reverse. <laughs> Say hello to Dave. Fuck you, Dave. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I had done a couple of Jexy clips, but I I shouldn't play them. So while we're on this show, it seems weird like the things are still going on in the world because I think the world comes to a standstill the moment. But apparently while we've been talking, David Crosby dead. Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) Although he's he's been suffering from cancer or something for a while, hasn't he? Is he? I don't know. He's a fucking he's an he's a. Uh, great musician, but he's a fucking douchebag. Douchebag. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Well, he's still a douchebag. He's just batshit crazy now. <laughs> I mean, it made him float away easier. Dies at eighty-one. <laughs> yeah, dead. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people dying. Well, that's what happens at the end of their lives. They die. You think um, he? Going to a cemetery? Hmm. Hmm. I think they're going to probably burn him and spread his ashes to everybody who wants to smoke him. Right. Everybody's going to get high at his cremation. I I, uh, texted Cindy this week because I was thinking about funny obits. Um, And remember we read those and one of them was somebody she knew and then it I was flipping through some funny obits again, and it dawned on me that in my obit, I want to say she's survived by everyone reading this. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, oh, it's yeah. so weird to like, she's survived by, but no, no, you're survived by everybody that's still reading this. All of you, you're survived, survived by you. You Everyone's fucking all Everyone's still me. breathing on the planet. Exactly. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, I, I I hope David Crosby has a funny obit. Right, I he would, wasn't very funny on the circuit. I'd say like, don't read this. <laughs> Move on. Don't you have something better to do? Move I'm on. Dot dead. Com. Move on. Dead already, man. Uh, Move on. T L semicolon D R. Have you seen that anywhere? No. no. It's on Reddit usually. TLDR means too long. Don't read. <laughs> <laughs> but most things, like you go, um, if you want to search something on YouTube, um, I used to be such a geek about I'd save every manual because I like to figure out how to uh, fix things. And I'm looking for that chapter where it says how to get the lizard out of my printer. Um, <laughs> but now everything's online. So I'm like, okay. Fuck it, right? And I've already lost my train of thought. Please move on. Fuck it. 
I don't need no manuals when I got a man. No. Hmm? That's what I heard. That's what the woodworker heard. How did I lose my train of thought? Too much fucking wine. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, Do you have a, first you have of a all, bell that goes down to the basement? Yes, exactly. <laughs> first of all, you don't have a train of thought. You probably have like a... I don't know, a tricycle of thought. What were we talking about just before that? Help me. Do you think no, I'm just... The funny obits. The funny obits. Yep. And then the manuals. Hmm. Yep. Don't yep. know. Nope. It's gone. Yes. Up oh. here, it's already yes, gone. After, after we're done with the show, and then you'll be like, motherfucker. Motherfucker. That, that might have been the funniest thing I had to say all goddamn day. Well, obviously well, no, it was. You have You have something else going on. In your large brain, I think it, train of thought, Dave. I would go with like one of those uh, fast, powerful electric cruise ships out, like the Japan, Japanese um, lightning rails, is what Sherry's brain got. But mm. you were coming up with a whole uh, series of self-help books. Hang on, I remembered my train of thought. Oh no, it better be good, motherfucker. It's not even that good. But we were talking oh. about like the, she said the uh, too long to read don't read is when you're trying to fix something and you look at YouTube videos and if they're more than like 48 seconds, I'm out. Oh, for sure. Because how long does it really take to, to show you how, where the, where the screw is to get the battery out of your whatever. Yeah. People are like, hi, this is Joe. I just got my box from Amazon and they, you get to watch them open the goddamn box <laughs> and then the package. And it's like, just show me how to do this. Yeah. 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 So, and even I've when you so many, I agree with you. And the exception Dave sent us that, and then also funny clips. If they're too long, I'm out. But when he sent us that Amber, what's her name? Ruffin. Amber Ruffin. Waves. That was, that was, lo- that was way past my attention span yet. She was funny. I was. I was entertained. So, yeah. she actually, she's a porn star. She actually has a show of her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's she's actually very intelligent, and she talks about shit that you kind of go, wow. But her voice is tough to get through the whole episode. It is. She kind of yeah. has a well, high, her energy. High... Her energy, too, is a little bit much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like... What exactly what she was doing on um, the Seth Meyers thing was like perfect for it. It's like, you know, reviewing ridiculous news. Yeah. Like what? And he did what? (laughs) Amber says what? Yeah. I love that segment. It shows up every once in a while. Um, She's almost as ridiculous as the people on Emily in Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I have yet to see an ugly person on that show. Well, I okay. He's not ugly, but I did not think Mathieu Cadou was very good looking. Which one's that? That was the nephew of the designer that she almost banged. Oh yeah, okay, right, yeah. He wasn't that hot, yeah, that attractive. Right. Uh, and the old man, obviously, he's not. But um, old man, oh, the designer, whatever the fuck his yeah. name is. But uh, um, Pierre Cadou. Yeah. It's bon a bon funny bon. show. Oh yeah. Super stupid. What's, and yet funny. I think I mean I, I I'm not jumping into my topic because I think it should have been a middle of the segment and Jimmy's already got a whole bunch of books for us, so that, Oh, I see. Yeah. But we definitely have to bring that up next week. We people. do, because I think we can start a whole 
as our teaser, I think we're going to come up with a boom Xer whole library full of shove it up your ass self-help books. Because if it's one thing that we're good up, good at is shoving it up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) That is is a. you have to release the hostage. (laughs) Release the hostage. Oh, dude, I got to ask the woodworker. He was, he went up north with a little dude's weekend. And I told him that one. He goes, oh, my God, I can't wait to take a shit up there. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just going to stand up and say that. I got to release uh, the chocolate hostage. So I don't know if he ever, I don't know if he got that good material. And see now, if he actually listened to the show, I wouldn't have to repeat it to him. He could just have his own material ready to go. Listen to the show, motherfucker. But no, no. See, so I have a question for you guys. I've yeah. been watching... Uh, a little bit of YouTube here and there. And I came across the show and, and I'll tell you about the show, but first I have to ask you the question that they ask on this show. It's a documentary. So are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll start with Dave. Uh Oh, Lennon or McCartney. Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, uh probably Lennon. Sherry Lennon or McCartney Lennon. Jimmy, Lennon, or McCartney? McCartney. McCartney. Cindy, Lennon, or McCartney? Uh, You know, in the past, I would have said McCartney, but now I'd say George. (laughs) George. Oh, nice. All right. But that wasn't part of the question. No, it wasn't. But um, I forget who it was. It's like a couple of interviewers that uh, at the end of all their interviews, and it's mainly musicians that they interview and sometimes it's um you know movie actors or whatever but uh it the whole maybe it's an hour long it could be a little bit more but all you see are the clips of the people that they're asking Lennon and McCartney and they can answer quick like you guys did or some people like hem and haw and explain why they're answering that way and uh, some people go off book and say Ringo or uh, Jimi Hendrix or whatever. But I think Dave would probably be the only one to watch this, but I did sit through and watch it. And it was, it was quite fascinating, but that- uh, I was, from what I remember, Lennon won. Um, um, but I would say McCartney if it had to be Lennon and McCartney. Is that the name of the clip is Lennon or McCartney? It's the name of the documentary, and it's on YouTube. And it's oh, free. all right. Lennon, Lennon or McCartney. Um, it's kind of fun if you have nothing better to do. Um, and then uh, another YouTube thing that I watched half of, um, and these things, it would probably be more fun, both of these things, if I was high or on mushrooms. <laughs> but uh, I found... The Wizard of Pink Floyd. Somehow it showed up on my feed. Can you guess what that is? That is (laughs) the movie uh, The Wizard of Oz with Pink Floyd uh, playing in the background. The Dark Side of the Moon. Exactly. So I always heard about it. I never tried it. And whoever did this uh, lined it up perfectly. And you can kind of hear the dialogue First, you can hear a lot of the dialogue, and when the music starts, the dialogue goes low. But it's pretty amazing um, if you're interested. And what was that one called again? The Wizard of Pink Floyd. 
I wonder if a figure skater ever did Pink Floyd. Probably. Well, I mean, how do you say? Like, had sex with Pink Floyd or... I think he meant dance their long program to a Pink Floyd song. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I wasn't sure I was understanding. God, Jimmy, Dave doesn't know anything. <laughs> well, he's a little slow, man. So have you guys ever seen on YouTube, it's been going on for years, where they have um, something called a bad lip read? No. Certain, none of you. Anyone? Anyone? No. Oh, my God. So a bad lip read is, uh, they started it primarily with like sports and on the sidelines, you know, so you can see them talking, but you don't know what it is. And these people sit there and they, oh. they just watch it until they can figure out, oh, I think he's saying, did you gra grab your pink bandana? <laughs> and that's obviously not huh? what he's saying. Oh, I don't know, because I like pink Floyd. You know, they're just, yep. They they jam stuff in there and they do such a beautiful job. So I thought you guys have seen this for a while. So there's one specifically I want Jimmy to watch because it's so they call it like a bad lip read Pittsburgh Steelers, a bad lip read something. And they did one with Congress. And I know Jimmy has disdain for most people in Congress. So you you see them doing the roll call and they just did it beautifully. So it's like, can I hear from you, prison lips? And the guy stands up <laughs> and says, present or whatever. Okay. Um, hey, stupid suit here. And <laughs> they just jammed it in so well. And it's, it's good mindless entertainment. So whatever. And they've done them for just about anything that you might like. A bad prison, uh, prison, lip a bad reading. lip read this they probably have an emily in paris one i don't know but uh, it's it's just done really well i'm looking now yeah. they have a star wars one see they um there used to be a show that they they did that and it wound up being a lot of po politics i think george bush got talked oh <laughs> i remember that yeah, yeah. And yeah, once you described it, I kind of, I kind of remember seeing some things like that. Um, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel well, has a segment where it's called "Unnecessary Censorship," and if they take a th somebody is saying something, and then they beep a, a word that starts with F or P, you know, so it makes it sound like it says "I love," K, and then it goes, eh. and so it right, makes it so sound like "I love cock," it, but right, and it's yeah. kind of funny. Nice. Clever. I wonder how many uh, assistants got to work on that. A hundred thousand. Because it certainly ain't Jimmy Kimmel coming up with it. Come on! Come on! Uh, Sherry? Oh. Uh, when Jimmy Kimmel used to be on Win Ben Stein's Money. Yes. I, yes. Yep. It's like, he was like a chubby, uh, poorly dressed, funny guy. And then he was on the man show with Somebody else. Another man? Yeah. And then at the end of the show, they always showed girls jumping on trampolines. It was the, <laughs> it was the man show. That's how they ended the show. Jimmy used to watch that. What? What? The trampoline show? Yeah, the trampoline oh. show. That's it. Yeah. What? Right. We have right. to stop and end this mess. Thank you. God for Sherry. Or well, should I call her Jexy? 
<laughs> I'm telling you, people, watch the fucking movie, and that's motherfucking Sherry. All right? Motherfucking Jaxie. All right, Jimmy. Did you like the movie, Sherry? I'm only, so I'm watching it in snippets. I keep watching, like, uh, at lunchtime when I'm snarfing something down, I got to go out the door. I watch, like, 15 minutes and fucking crack up. Oh, my God. I, I could not stop. I could not stop laughing. It is just, I. it is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Just cracked wow. me well, up. Well, I do oh. agree that fucking Wanda Sykes is hilarious. Oh, she's fucking hilarious in the show. Michael Pena, I love that guy. Oh, He's- me too. Oh, yeah. wait till the end of the movie. It's so fucking funny. So, okay. uh, I'll, watch. I'll watch it like Sherry's watching. No, so. watch it through the whole thing because you I will can't. laugh. I can't. Oh, yeah, I watch half of it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy, sing us out. I drank too much. It's time to go. It's the end of the show. You need a ride. So put down your beer and get the hell out of here. Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. Good night. Cindy. Say good night to all your fans. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Good night, Paul McCartney. Well, now. Mm -hmm. Jimmy. Yes. Say good night. See you, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. It's acronym for shove it up your ass. Hmm. Something wow. like starts with a P to me. Yeah. P. Uh, Sherry, say good night. Good night, all you out in Possum Kingdom. Hmm. I'm gonna say good night to the Placid Mandalorian. I got the uh, P, the P and the M, motherfucker. Uh,